Hey everyone! Welcome to another episode of the Radium Girls. I'm Sarah. And I'm Valerie. And today, what the fuck? <laughs> we got what the fuck? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about some of the world's current events right now that, that's currently going on or recently went on. Um, today or we're in february yeah at yeah least starting this year yeah the, okay from the beginning pretty much yeah. the beginning of 2023 <laughs> up till now and we're yes. only in february mm-hmm. so we've got a bunch of stuff to cover this this episode may be a little bit longer i don't know but bear with yeah. us and uh, you'll want to stick around to hear it all yeah and this might be a new segment because there's a lot of stuff going on <laughs> yeah there's several things that we talk about today that I definitely mm-hmm. want to keep track of and yeah. t- like come back and update you guys as as the world updates. <laughs> yeah, you know, and as they say, like get your bingo cards out. <laughs> yes, keep them, out. <laughs> keep them out all year. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I just don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's find out. I saw it. Oh, and I'm so sorry if you're watching our YouTube channel. Mosquito hawks have been like invading. That's something else we need to add to the list. Mosquito hawks <laughs> <They're> invading. <laughs> they have been invading my house. That's where we recorded my we're, house. We're but... in Texas. <laughs> yeah, and we're in Texas. Um, they're common. I mean, it's this time of year. It's mm-hmm. spring, you know, the weather and stuff. But oh my gosh, like they are insane. I turn around, there's four, and I'm like, what? can't even crack your door because there's no and i have a doggy door so i know that they're coming in through that but even still like Mm -hmm. come on how many (laughs) i swear will your dogs chomp them them. kira's been chasing them yeah yeah shadow shadow neff definitely not he he does flies but kira yeah she's been chasing all of them out of both of them murphy is the one that does it (laughs) oh (laughs) that's funny The scared one. <laughs> that is funny. That's really funny. She's like, this is so tiny, it can't hurt me. <laughs> right? I'm surprised she's not scared of it. Yeah, for real. <laughs> All right, without further ado, we'll get into it. And Valerie's got our first topic. <laughs> Here on Radium News. <laughs> hey, that's great. Thanks. Especially for this first topic. Yes. It is the East Palestine, Ohio Trail Derailment. Trail? East Palestine, Ohio train derailments. So we've probably all heard about this by now, but we're going to get into some details about it. Yep. So around 9 p.m. on February 3rd, a train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, a village of about 4,700 residents about 50 miles northwest of Pittsburgh. There were 150 cars on the route from Medicine, Illinois to Conway, Pennsylvania. 38 cars derailed and a fire ensued, which damaged another 12 cars. The immediate cause of the train wreck appears to have been a 19th century style mechanical failure of the axle on one of the cars, an overheated bearing leading to derailment and then jackknifing tumbling cars. The train operated by Norfolk Southern had been carrying chemicals and combustible materials with vinyl chloride, a toxic flammable gas, being the most concern to investigators. A huge fire erupted from the derailment, sending thick billowing smoke into the sky and over the town. Residents on both sides of the Ohio-Pennsylvania border were ordered to evacuate as Governor Mike DeWine of Ohio raised alarms about a possible explosion. On February 6th, crews released the vinyl chloride from the derailed cars into a trench, where they burned it off in a controlled explosion, causing a dramatic plume of black smoke. The fire was finally extinguished on February 8th, after which the evacuation order was lifted. Thousands of pounds of vinyl chloride, a highly toxic, deadly, and known carcinogen, were dumped on the ground and then set on fire from five tanker cars that had derailed as part of the 50 cars that went off the track on Friday. While officials evacuated people living within a one and two mile radius of the wreckage, people on social media are reporting being able to smell the chemicals 10 to 15 miles from the site of the crash. Dead fish are being cleared from the banks of the streams miles downstream from the accident. One woman posted a video of her chickens dying in North Lima, Ohio, about 10 miles from the accident. Amanda Brashears told the local news station WKBN 
that her eyes watered when she went outside and that her chickens were fine the day before. So the immediate cause being a 19th century style mechanical failure of the axle on one of the cars. Does that mean that the axle was built in a 19th century style? I guess so, yeah. Why? I know, right? We're in the 21st century. <laughs> Why not cut quarters? <laughs> Aren't we in the 21st century? Yeah. yeah, we're in the 21st century. What happened to the at least 20th century? <laughs> like, did they not have good ax- style axles? It wasn't good. <laughs> They're, just, they're probably just trying to save money and cut corners. As That's always. exactly what that is. It leads to debt. That's insane. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely insane. Them evacuating only the one to two mile radius. Yeah. And we're going to post pictures if you see that plume of smoke. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, people could see it from planes and stuff. Excuse me. And, that's, and people could smell it miles away. I just—it's crazy. Like, oh, why would they freaking set it on fire? I mean, I, I mean, because it was highly flammable. So I, they're, I get that, but like, you you polluted our ozone. True. What about our ozone? We gotta live here. <laughs> we gotta live. We gotta live here. <laughs> I don't know. That's oh. just crazy. Like, I don't know what the other answer would have been, but. Right, I don't know how they would have. I don't know the. I don't know the, like that. I just know that I was reading that people said it was dangerous because, like, it's not full compound or something. Don't quote me on this, but you know, I'm not even gonna say it because I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but it's day more dangerous like this. Yeah, this is. I I'm I'm curious to find out if there's been any deaths. From this, I don't, I don't well, know. like I mean, I'm sure there will be. Maybe not yeah. now, but probably down. The- There's been animal deaths. Well, yeah, the animals, but why aren't the humans dying? I mean, they probably will, or they'll get something from it. Or there probably has been, but they're not reporting it. Yeah, because you know mass hysteria and all yeah. that shit. And people are comparing it to Chernobyl. I know that's yeah. another thing that I was gonna say. This is like compared to Chernobyl, and that mm-hmm. was crazy. Keeping that under, yeah, they're sweeping it yeah. under the rug or you know under wraps and yeah. keeping yeah keeping secrets. Why they're keeping secrets these days? Because mm, shit's about to go down. Uh, I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> we all need to know. I'm going to know about it, but I need to know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is, yeah. So, okay. People are going to get cancer from that, that's for sure. Yes. Maybe it was a pharmaceutical ploy. Maybe the pharmaceutical industry hired that, this train company. Maybe this is totally uh, like off the wall theory, you guys, but maybe the pharmaceutical companies hired this company to derail their train and release these toxins so people can get cancer because maybe cancer wasn't spreading fast or spreading but maybe people weren't getting cancer quick enough and they're like we gotta make more money you know they make and they nickel and dime me for everything how much money do they need (laughs) they really do it's ridiculous big pharma yeah welcome to the usa (laughs) yep exactly Mm -hmm. all right let's keep going Breathing vinyl chloride is very dangerous. In high enough levels, it can cause death. At any level, it can cause cancer of the liver, brain, and blood. But, I mean, I would have thought chemicals like that. I mean, any chemicals. Just like people living by plants. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So, that's not unusual. Yeah. OSHA limits exposure to vinyl chloride to just one part per million over an eight-hour shift. How many times have we heard that kind of... Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much that is, but that's crazy. Right. <laughs> that but we've fact heard, that be limited. Right. Yeah. But we've heard those types of one yeah. blank part per whatever, yeah. per whatever. With radium. Yeah, with radi- all yeah. the radium stories we've done. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Government officials claimed that the release was necessary because the tank's pressure release valves were not working, and thus the tank was in danger of exploding. Well, there you go. That's why they had to but do it like still, that. I just feel like there could have been another way. Yeah, I feel like 
why couldn't they have gotten something else to release it into? Yeah, to contain it. it. Yeah. But no, they put it like down the river. <laughs> sus. That's I sus. I just can't with this whole situation. Yeah. Authorities grew concerned about rising temperatures inside a single rail car, which they worried could cause a catastrophic explosion, sending shrapnel up to a mile away. So I guess the rising temperatures, they needed to act quickly. They couldn't just, like, take that one car away or something, <laughs> drug it down somewhere. No, and chance heating it up quicker? No, I think they probably did all that they could do. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm just glad I maybe live here. A, maybe an explosion would have been faster. Yeah. Well, didn't it say that they, they exploded? They lit they it on fire. Yeah. They didn't explode it. Oh, I thought it said something about a like, controlled explosion. No. Oh, I think it was a controlled fire. Oh. I don't know. Fuck. Controlled release. Oh, yeah. That's what we're Vinyl chloride boils at 8 degrees. Each tanker car carries between 25,000 and 33,000 gallons of liquid. This means that there may have been as much as 1 million pounds of this toxic chemical. In the controlled release, workers place small charges to rupture the cars. As the liquid poured out of the tankers, it quickly began to boil away and was ignited by flares that were left lit on the ground, leading to the fire that could be seen from over 20 miles away. Damn. So it's kind of like a tiny explosion. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know enough about this, but I don't feel like it's not right. <laughs> I feel like, the, like after reading a little bit more and learning a little bit more, I feel like that probably was their only option. But I still don't see why they couldn't have controlled it as far as like not letting it getting get in the water supply. Yeah, like I feel they like they could have done better. something about that because they did that on purpose. Right, like yeah. released it to the stream so it would wash away. But yeah. now it's in your water and your ground, <laughs> right? In your lungs, everywhere. That is just crazy. Mm-hmm. Particles from a chemical plume can settle on the ground and seep into wells and other drinking water sources. Contaminants in groundwater can vaporize and migrate through cracks into the soil and into basements and homes. Damn. But let's watch this video of. Girl, chunking the rock into a pond or oh. a creek. Yeah, and watching what happens. <laughs> wow! Look at all that. Look at it. It's all in the bottom of the creek bed. There are literally hundreds of dead fish, all coming from the one creek that's coming from. (laughs) Crack. She said the crack. (laughs) That's crazy, man. Yeah, all that, all that in the water. I'd be terrified to take a shower. I probably wouldn't yeah. take a shower. Knowing me, knowing myself, I wouldn't take a shower. Would you leave? Because I'd probably leave. I probably would leave if, if there's, yeah. Yeah, I think I would Because like, even people boiling it is like in the air now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's already in the air. Yeah. And then it's going to be worse. <laughs> yeah. Now you're you're putting it in your home. Yeah. Like, directly. Not indirectly, just directly. And probably more concentrated with your like right. boiling air right there. Way. Reports of two more trail trail. See Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Give me that. Maybe it's because derail. Trail derail. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. Reports of two more train derailments on February thirteenth, one in Ennery, South Carolina, and one in Splendora, Texas, put some social media users on edge. Another train derailment in South Carolina, the second one this month. One person wrote on Twitter, something seems fishy. No pun intended. Because, you know, the fish are dead. (laughs) The fish are dead. (laughs) The fish are dead. Another person tweeted after seeing reports of a third derailment and said, it's not a coincidence anymore. Watch your six. What's going on? Just just 
shit's going down, man. WTF? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so, another incident that happened was a semi-released nitric acid in Tucson, Arizona. And we're going to put a picture up here. And... This shit looks crazy. <laughs> it's like... I, it's like a rust color, like, escaping the truck. Big cloud of it. <laughs> it looks like... You know what it looks like? What? Ta- imagine a cup of water. And you drop one of the yellow food coloring oh, drops yeah. in there. And it's you know great. how it comes out orange yeah. and then it goes yellow? That's what that reminds me of. Exactly but in the air yeah. instead of water. Spooky. It is spooky. Like, But my thought also is why is it carrying it in a truck like that? Unless it's in tanks inside of the truck. Why wouldn't they carry it in an actual tank? Yeah. Um, that is a good question on how it was carried <laughs> right like i don't know if we say we'll have to see yeah we'll see if we talk about it but yes. if not that's still a question i need answered true it is because what the hell what the what the wtf, WTF. there we go <laughs> because wtf yes so this freaking chemical spill a portion of the main freeway that runs through the southern arizona desert and links the state's two largest cities remains closed outside Tucson on Wednesday morning, a day after a deadly crash caused a hazardous material leak and forced evacuations nearby. So, so far, we just know it's a material leak. Can you imagine being one of those cars, like, in that traffic? I'd be screaming. And, I don't know what I would do. Like, especially, like, this little red one right <laughs> yeah. here. Can you imagine just sitting there, like, what is this chemical? I'll be holding my breath like, <laughs> what is this in the air? Right. My thought would be, this is a bunch of food co- color. <laughs> a bunch of powdered food color. Just kidding. Stomach. Right, right. <laughs> Man. Oh, gosh. Okay. So, residents within a half mile of the crash on Interstate 10, southeast of downtown Tucson, were ordered to leave. And those within three miles were told to shelter in place after liquid nitric acid was determined to be leaking from the truck tractor pulling a box trailer, the Arizona Department of Public Safety said. The acid sent up eerie yellow and red plumes over the asphalt roadway that runs through dry land scattered with scrub brush. A one-mile shelter-in-place order was lifted Tuesday night, but officials reinstated it early Wednesday morning, saying more nitric acid was released as crews tried to remove the load and later expanded the perimeter. So what happens? They should have kept the. They should have expanded the perimeter initially, like as a precaution. Yeah. For real, and why they gotta stay in, stay in? Like I would be like evacuate. <laughs> but crazy. they don't want them going out into it. I guess, but then it's gonna get in my house anyway. I feel like. Condition? I don't know. Shoot. Wow. <laughs> don't ask me. Area residents were told to turn off their heaters and air conditioning systems that bring in outside air. There, that answers that part. I bet it's hot. Yeah, we are in Tucson mm-hmm. in February, though. Hmm. The area would be monitored to assess the need for possible changes to these orders, officials said, noting that those who evacuated should expect to be displaced until midday. That's it? Right. The driver of the truck was killed, the department said, Aww. but few other details were released. I wonder what happened to cause the wreck. It didn't say, did it? I don't know. Hmm. So far, no, but... Interesting. Maybe... I don't know. Maybe he had a heart attack and... Oh, I didn't even think that. <laughs> you think it's some sort of conspiracy that, like, he did this on purpose or some shit? No, because, like, I know sometimes they'll just, like, like the wind will make them fall over and stuff like that. So, like, uh, maybe... I was thinking maybe something like that or someone, like, I don't know that he would have died if just the wind knocked him over. Oh, that's true. Unless he died from the nitric acid. (laughs) Maybe it was pre-releasing or something in the cabin. I don't know. I didn't think about that. Um, I thought after he got, after he had the wreck, then got exposed to it. I wonder how fast it affects you. I don't know. (laughs) Me either. (laughs) So nitric acid is used to make aluminum nitrate for fertilizers and in the manufacture of plastics and dyes. Yeah. See? Yeah. <laughs> it it does 
look right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's in our hair dye. Oh, cute. <laughs> the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's website says nitric acid is a highly corrosive, colorless liquid with yellow or red fumes and can cause an acrid smell. So the 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 yellow and red that were the fumes that wasn't the actual liquid itself. It was just the fumes of it. That's insane. That is insane. Our poor ozone. I know. <laughs> We're not gonna have one. I mean, we've been messing this it up year. for I don't know how long now, but. Damn, we're, we're putting yeah, a hit on this year. Especially the first two months. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. It says exposure to nitric acid can irritate the eyes, skin, and mucous membranes. Depending on how long someone is exposed to the material and how much, it also can cause delayed pulmonary edema, pneumonitis, bronchitis, and dental erosion. Yeah. So, yeah, that's happening over there. Yeah. That's crazy. Anything else on that topic? I don't think so. <laughs> just, <laughs> just a WTF that's happening. WTF. Hmm. Now we move on to the earthquakes all over the world. So we're going to put an image up here. Um, the locations of all the earthquakes. All of these happened one day. And they've got the time hours. stamp on there as well. Yeah. Oh, there were 892 total worldwide earthquakes above a magnitude 3 within 24 hours. It's crazy, man. The area of Turkey and Syria that has been hit the hardest by February 6, 7.8 magnitude earthquake and its aftershocks is known for having big quakes, but it's been decades since one this large has hit. The Arabian Peninsula is part of a tectonic plate that is making its way north into the Eurasian plate and the entire nation of Turkey is getting squeezed aside. Arabia has been slowly moving north and has been colliding with Turkey, and Turkey is moving out of the way to the west. That's crazy. I know. I mean, I know it happens so slow. It's so slow, but that's just crazy. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, That was said by Michael Steckler of Columbia University's Lamont Dirty Earth Observatory. That quake is believed to be the most powerful that Turkey has seen in more than 80 years. This earthquake occurred because two pieces of the earth are sliding horizontally past each other, Steckler says. It's the same kind of quake that occurs along the San Andreas Fault in California. In this case, the Arabian plate is sliding past the Anatolian plate. That sliding motion was also meant that the shaking was spread out for many kilometers along the fault, says Balut. The affected area is quite large. He says 10 cities were structurally affected in Turkey. Parts of the North Anatolian fault shifted as much as 10 feet down. While segments of the East Anatolian fault slid over 30. Dang. These fault ruptures are visible in satellite and radar imagery. Whoa. That's crazy. More than a week later, the death toll is now over 45,000, and many are still missing. A lot of people. Wow, this split. There's going to be an olive shortage. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to make a joke about that, but it, it's um you'll see on the images. But this earthquake in Turkey created a giant 200-meter-wide, 30-meter-deep split in 35-acre olive tree field. I can't stop looking at this picture. Mother Nature is saying, like, get, I don't know. Mother Nature's trying to get rid of some ants. Yeah. Yeah. We're the ants. They, she just killed 45,000 people. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. It is crazy. Two weeks after this earthquake, on Monday, February 20th, another earthquake shook Turkey at a 6.3 magnitude. The death toll keeps rising. That just happened. Mm-hmm. Wow. A fairly strong earthquake rattled West Texas early Thursday morning, and the effects could be as felt as far as North Texas. The 4.3 magnitude quake hit near Snyder at around 4.30 a.m. Snyder. That's crazy because, yep, we're, we're in Texas. Mm-hmm. A little close. Right, next we have UFO sightings. Yep. While the White House has confirmed that the U.S. Air Force has been shooting down unidentified flying objects across the country, 
other countries around the world have had to deal with similar issues in 2023. In the U.S., the current spate of sightings began when a UFO was spotted on February 1st. It initially caused concern before it was later identified as a high-altitude Chinese surveillance balloon and was shot down on February 4th off the coast of South Carolina. We'll talk a little bit more about that one. We'll come back. Yeah. On Friday, February 10th, another unidentified object was spotted and shot down over northern Alaska. Then, a radar anomaly was detected and shot down on Saturday, February 11th over northern Montana. However, no object has yet been found. On Sunday, a UFO was spotted over Canada's Yukon Territory and shot down by the U.S. Air Force, and on the same day, the White House confirmed that the military had destroyed another unidentified object near Lake Huron in Michigan. I've seen a lot of UFOs. Mm-hmm. A senior White House administration official described the object as having an octagonal shape and strings hanging from it with no discernible payload. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It was flying at about 20,000 feet when it was shot down. It had been flying over a part of Michigan's Upper Peninsula and was nearing Lake Huron. It was ultimately taken down by a fighter aircraft. Elsewhere, Chinese authorities confirmed that they were planning to shoot down an an unidentified flying object that had been sighted in their skies near Shandong Province. Good job! (laughs) You had that little accent going on. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't racist or um, or what's the other word? Offensive. It was just, it was good. good so, we get a Chinese balloon, and they're like, oh, we got our balloon, too. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the only one. Right. Oh, that's funny. In a tweet, the newspaper wrote, local maritime authorities in East China's Shandong province announced on Sunday that they had spotted a UFO in waters near the coastal city of Rizhao in the province (laughs) and were preparing to shoot it down, reminding fishermen to be safe via messages. Also, now they shooting down stuff. Mm -hmm. At the very beginning of the year, a regional governor in Russia... What? (laughs) Yeah. I don't even know how you did that. I don't know either. It felt really weird. It sounded really weird. Almost like you tried to roll your R, but you didn't. But it sounded... I swear, like, my cheeks popped up. <laughs> Did they go... <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> a regional governor in Russia said the Kremlin had decided to destroy a UFO that had been sighted on January 3rd. Vasily Golubev wrote on Telegram that the decision was taken to liquidate a ball-shaped object that was flying at an an altitude estimated at one and a half miles above the village of Sultan Sally in Russia's Rostov Rostov region. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Taken to to liquidate? (laughs) Like terminate. Like, like... I thought they were going to really liquidate them. (laughs) No. Like, you know what they they say, like a liquidation sale? Yeah. It's like they're trying to get rid of everything. Okay. Trying to get rid of all the UFOs. Right. Just get rid of it. So, okay. I want to talk on this for a second. The one that we shot down that was China's, that we think truly, at least I think, truly was a spy craft or whatever, spy balloon. Um, The rest of them that we you just read about did not appear to be the same type. Yeah. Meaning they weren't they didn't have a payload on them. The first one was carrying a bunch of shit. Yeah. And we're about to read more about that. But they weren't all like balloons. Right. Yeah. So but like going back to my thought about China and working with the aliens, what if the aliens were like Go ahead and test out and see. Let's see what kind of weapons they have to shoot this type of stuff down, so we can prepare for ours. <laughs> or they may the aliens may have been like test the U.S. and see how they're going to react. 
or they could have been like, we're testing you and we want to see your you balloon know in we're action. Gonna shoot it down. If we, if we can, we're going to shoot it down. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just, it's just weird. It's just odd that like China's balloon and then these others, and they are not anything like no, not similar. What if they? There probably are Chinas, and they're just they just don't want to claim it. Right, like oh, we shut down this balloon. Right, <laughs> yeah. Spying on us too. Exactly. Okay. Don't start nothing. Won't be nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Okay, we're gonna talk a little bit more about this uh, Chinese spy balloon, and we—I I haven't seen these photos before. So, um, if you're listening, you might want to watch our YouTube on this one because we've got pretty some pretty cool pictures for you guys. Yes. But um, yeah, you should check out these pictures. It's photos of them actually recovering it from the ocean. When a Chinese spy balloon floated across the U.S. in early February. It ignited a firestorm of concern on Capitol Hill, and it led to the cancellation of Secretary of State Antony Blinken's trip to China amid already fraught relations between the two countries. China has maintained it was a weather balloon that veered off of course, but the balloon was doing something much more sinister, according to the U.S. <laughs> Here's what we know about the balloon, and we are going to talk a little bit about those other objects, too. China's surveillance balloon entered U.S. airspace near Alaska before transitioning over Canada and then the continental U.S. February 2nd, the Defense Department said it was tracking the balloon over the continental U.S. and that the balloon had been over Montana a day earlier on February 1st. Following the announcement, the balloon stopped loitering and proceeded as fast as it could towards the East Coast, a U.S. official had said. That's something I didn't know. I had no idea, like, that it was, it seemed as if it was being controlled, basically. Yeah. That's what that yeah. is. So, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. February 4th, the balloon was shot down by a U.S. fighter jet off the coast of South Carolina. The spy balloon's height was comparable to the Statue of Liberty. Dang. Dang. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know it was that big. For real. I mean, I've never seen the Statue of Liberty, but I know it's the Statue of Liberty. I've seen the Statue of Liberty. It's huge. Yeah. It How says is it's a spy balloon. Huh? You're saying the spy. They had to carry um you'll see how much they had to carry, but they had to carry it's a, a fuck ton of stuff. So it had to be a big ass balloon. A big balloon. That's just so obvious. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I see. But they're trying to play it off as being a weather balloon. And mean like, oh, it drifted off course. Right. <laughs> so this was about 200 feet tall with a jetliner size payload. That's, I don't know how much that that's is. huge. I don't know. <laughs> I know it's huge. It sounds like a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was um, that was quoted from the Assistant Secretary of Defense, Melissa Dalton. She had told the senators on a hearing on February 9th. It had collection pod equipment, including high-tech equipment that could collect communication signals and other sensitive information, mm. and solar panels located on the metal truss suspended below the balloon, according to government officials. China. Yeah, you're telling us that's a weather balloon? Don't be suspicious. <laughs> yeah, for real. It had equipment that was clearly for intelligence surveillance, including multiple antennas that were likely capable of collecting and geolocating communications, according to a statement by senior State Department official. I'm going to need them to hack into this stuff and see exactly what kind of info they got. I think that's what their their intentions are. Okay. I'm sure that's what their intentions are. I, like they I mean, maybe that's what they were doing for those four days. They were trying to hack into it. So they could get the data before they shot it down. That's the only way I'll forgive you for waiting that long. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, because then you have to fall down and everything. They hired the best hacker, like on Alien Code. A oh movie my God. in which that you should watch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you guys, I must say, if you haven't seen Alien Code, it's on Amazon Prime. I want to say it came out last year. I want to say... I don't... I swear I said like 2014. <laughs> I could be very wrong about that. <laughs> you could be very wrong. 
It very well could be a 2014 movie. Oh, 14. I, it could be something else. But you know what? Let me, let me just resolve this right You're now. like, it came out last year. <laughs> it got me I, always I watching these did. old movies. It could have been an old movie. Oh, 2018. So. Okay, so it's not that old. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's not that bad. So this movie, like, it's it blew my mind, for one. Like, just the storyline and the details on it. But you should really, really watch it, especially now in our time, day and age, like, in 2022. Yeah. 2022? We're in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. What's wrong with me? timeline. <laughs> Yeah, I hop timelines just now. Mm-hmm. But no, you guys should watch it because this is, it's like. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, okay. You said something that made me think of that, and I don't remember what it was, and now I feel dumb. The hacking? Oh, yeah, the hacker. Yeah. Yeah, you should just watch it. Anyway. So, video of the balloon showed small motors and multiple propellers that allowed China to actively maneuver the balloon over specific locations, mm. according to senior administration official. And it was steered by a rudder, a U.S. official said. But it was huh, off course. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a weather balloon. It's off course. We mm. can't do anything about it. Okay, but it shot across the U.S. I was about to say, yeah, all of a sudden you, you've been just kind of chilling and then all of a sudden, yeah. oh shit, we better make it to over here across the U.S. We better get all our shit before they... Yeah. I bet they intercepted a signal saying they were going to shoot it down. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh shit, yeah, we gotta hurry. Oh, we gotta take off. <laughs> yeah. The balloon's payload weighed more than a couple of thousand pounds, so there's, there's our payload size. It just shows you, like, how big things are in the sky that you can't like tell it doesn't look that big no I would not it think doesn't. statue of liberty right <laughs> that's crazy it is crazy we have a picture we want to show you guys but um a pilot caught a selfie with this freaking balloon <laughs> and it's crazy like it shows just how out in the atmosphere it was like i didn't realize how far up it was, I guess. Like, just, I don't know. The concept of space and, like, traveling the space and, and traveling at least space direction up and then looking back, it's just mind-boggling to me. So seeing this picture kind of sets things into perspective for me. Um, but it's a, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's freaking crazy. It is crazy. So the balloon recovery begins on February 5th. Recovery was delayed a day after it was shot down because of rough seas off the coast of South Carolina. A U.S. official had later said that underwater pictures of the debris field show the wreckage remarkably intact given its fall from 60,000 feet. The debris field is about 7 miles wide and the debris is in relatively shallow water about 47 feet deep. That's like the depth of a lake. Like hmm. one of our lake. I know one of our lakes here um, is about that deep. Hmm. And that's according to a senior military official. The FBI has been evaluating evidence collected from the debris field in the Atlantic at the Bureau's lab in Quantico, Virginia. The lab has a balloon canopy, wires, and other electronic components collected from the water surface. Officials have said they have not detected explosive materials on the evidence that has already been examined. That was way larger than I thought it was going to be. Same. (laughs) Same. Huge. That's what she said. Oh my god. Michael Scott the one that started that? That's what she said. I think so. Cool. (laughs) February 10th to 12th, three more unidentified objects were found. So three more objects were spotted over U.S. and Canadian airspace. On Friday, February 10th, U.S. officials downed a high-altitude object off the coast of Alaska. An unidentified object was shot down in Canadian airspace the next day, and the U.S. military shot down another object spotted over the Great Lakes region that Sunday, February 12th. That's, that's all, like, up there. Mm-hmm. During a briefing... A briefing? Okay. During a briefing. During a briefing that night, Defense Department officials said the last three objects did not pose a kinetic military threat, 
but their path and proximity to the sensitive defense department sites and the altitude they were flying could be a hazard to civilian aviation and thus raise concern. The unidentified object that was down near Alaska was the size of a small car, according to the Pentagon. Dang. How did they get all these things in the air? What? <laughs> I was like, how did they get all these things in the air? But I mean, that's stupid. <laughs> Technology, though. Technology. I mean, we put a man on the moon. Supposedly. <laughs> Supposedly. <laughs> oh, no. no. I think there's definitely, like, Michael Jackson might be up there. Oh my God. Elvis might be up there. I'm going to do this. Stop. Jeffrey Epstein might be up there. Oh no. Not on the moon. Not on the moon? Not on the moon. But what if they sent people like that up there Why to the test moon? it? <laughs> they just sent Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. I mean, Please he go. had a lot of A list people. Oh, I guess. Kevin, listen. Never mind. We're done. Yes. <laughs> February 13th, Other Unidentified Objects The search for the object shot down off the coast of Alaska and over Canada is continuing. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby said that during a White House briefing, because the remains are located in remote terrain, making them hard to find, he says the object over Lake Huron is in deep water. I think they found it, they just don't want to tell us. (laughs) (laughs) That was what I thought. I definitely think they know where it's at and they're not telling us because it probably is truly an alien or the aliens did take it. They're taking it underground because the USA wants it probate. <laughs> I mean, it's in Area 51 now. They've got yeah, those tunnels. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, for like, sure. Oh, we can't find it. How are you not going to find it? Is this one size of a car? <laughs> I think it's like, so. It's in deep water. Go find it. So I definitely think that this probably went, you know, um, what's that place? The Denver airport, the tunnels and all that mm-hmm. shit. That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> yeah, they took it. Somewhere. They took it. Mm-hmm. Kirby said that the U.S. did not detect any of the objects were sending communication signals before they were shot down. The U.S. also assessed that they showed no signs of self-propulsion or maneuvering and were not manned, he said. So they couldn't find any signs because they don't have the technology to pick up on that stuff. Because it's aliens. <laughs> I mean, right? I don't know. I'd feel like aliens would be a little smarter, but I don't know. Than to get shot down? Yeah. Or but if they the can't open. ever... I don't think they're out in the open. No, I think they're definitely showing themselves. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. You think it's just like propaganda? Something. Huh. Interesting. They don't want to show themselves because we're going to probe them. (laughs) We're going to probe them. We're going to probe them. If we can get our hands on some aliens. Oh, we already have. Publicly. (laughs) Publicly. Okay, there you go. Publicly. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're probing them. I mean, not me. No. I was supposed to say, I don't know if I'd be in that not category you, not at me, all. but the government people. <laughs> Area but 51. They have, but their technology is so far, is far more advanced than ours. That's why I think they're not showing themselves, because they're not going to want to get caught. <laughs> but they're not going to get caught, even if they did show themselves. Um, don't get caught, aliens. I'm warning you. Because what if they can just, take like, you down. appear and disappear? Like, I mean, that'd be cool. Materialize and then dematerialize. Three of them got shot down. Yeah, but have we found that stuff? Their remain the wreckage. I don't know. At least this one one we found so far. Well, yeah, true. So far, at least the only one that we found is that China surveillance balloon. Yeah. If we can't find all three of these, then it's very possible. Kirby said on MSNBC on Monday that the objects were flying at between 20,000 and 40,000 feet. Most commercial aircraft fly about 30,000 feet. So they're in our air space. (laughs) These objects were also shot down, he said, because they were much smaller than the Chinese balloon. Was I got to do anything? Because it was shot down too. Yeah, I don't know what that sentence has to do with anything. (laughs) No one has claimed ownership of any of them, 
and the U.S. has not been able to gain access to the unmanned objects in part because of weather conditions and also because the one shot down Sunday over Lake Huron is underwater, Kirby said. So, yeah, we haven't found any of them. You're not gonna. Actually, like, they will. We won't. How can y'all not, like, I don't know. We're trying to, like, hitting them with, like, a, a GPS or something. <laughs> sure. I don't know. I feel like y'all have some technology y'all ain't using. Well, they know where, like, where it's at, like, but they just can't get to it because of the terrain and one's underwater. Train. Terrain. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they said about the one up there by Alaska, I think. Oh, or, yeah. Yes. The terrain. Excuse me. I'm just kidding. There may be. <laughs> Don't comfort me. <laughs> They're like, you go out there. I look for it. <laughs> yeah, for there may be completely benign and totally explainable reasons for why these objects were flying over North America, but the U.S. won't know whether that's the case until they are retrieved. Um, I just feel like someone would have came forward. <laughs> I, but would they? I mean, if it's explainable. Oops. I guess. I don't know. Probably like drug balloons or something. <laughs> <laughs> probably is it's aliens it's aliens Kirby said there is so far no indication that the three unidentified objects were part of China's spying program or involved in external intelligence collection efforts the US is also ruling out that they were US government objects he said though it's still possible they were linked to commercial or research entities Ooh, well y'all better start saying something. Millie also revealed more about the search for the three objects, saying none have yet been recovered because they're located in very difficult terrain. One in the Arctic Circle off the coast of Alaska, the second in a mountain range in northern Canada, and the third is likely a couple hundred feet underwater in Lake Huron. So why can't y'all just like wait a second for it to get out of this like terrain? <laughs> Before they shot it down? Yeah. Yeah. They did that on purpose. I'm telling you. They're like, oh, we can't find it. No, it's that. What's it called? Or that's just where they're saying it landed and they really got it. They did get it. Is that. Area 51? Area 51? Oh, U.S. officials also said Tuesday that U.S. intelligence tracked the spy balloon that was shot down earlier this month when it lifted off from the Hainan, Hainan Island off the south coast of China. It drifted east in the direction of Guam and Hawaii and then went north toward Alaska, entering U.S. airspace on January 28th. Given the path, it's possible that the balloon was blown up course by weather. <laughs> but officials said that once it came south over the continental United States, it was being controlled by China. Mm -hmm. They're like, oops, we lost control. And then like, we got control. Yeah. February 17th, the U.S. called off a search for the flying objects that were shot down over Alaska on February 10th and Lake Huron on February 12th after being able to find any debris, raising the possibility that, that it may never be known what they were. They have them. They have to they're have in, them. They're in Area 51. <laughs> yeah, they're in Area, area 51. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. They shot them down over the portals. Oh, I'll show you. <laughs> you know I was going to go somewhere with this. Yes. But I mean, think about it. Bermuda Triangle is like a portal. There's like, I think, three triangles that are similar to Bermuda. And one of them, I I want to say Area 51 was included. What if there's more? And what if they shot them down over the portals and they went to Area 51? <laughs> I mean, anything's possible nowadays. <laughs> I fully think that. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I believe it. <laughs> For sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now we're going to talk about the green beams over Hawaii. And this is actually something I did not know. Spooky. On January 28th, experts believe that a Chinese satellite fired down green laser beams that were spotted over Hawaii last month amid growing tensions between the U.S. and China after several foreign objects, including our spy balloon, have breached the U.S. airspace. 
The satellite's laser pulses are bright green, which was why scientists likely initially determined that the light stemmed from the craft. However, the Chinese satellite has similar laser technology and its trajectory matched to where the lasers were spotted. The strange light show comes as the U.S. remains on edge following those several unnerving sightings. Last night, early morning, January 28, 2023, was cloudy monarchy. Was cloudy on monarchy. <laughs> I don't know. Monarchy. 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 I don't know. Monarchy. Monarchy. Was cloudy on monarchy. <laughs> so I'm so more. sorry, y'all. <laughs> the team wrote on YouTube. But our Subaru Asahi Star camera captured quite an interesting view. Green laser lights coming from the sky. It was only a second or less, but our keen viewers did not miss the event. Viewers later reported that the lights came from a remote sensing laser, an altimeter called Atlas, from the satellite ICE SAT 2 43613. <laughs> the team wrote in the caption of the video on YouTube. The altimeter can measure glacier height, sea ice, forests, lakes, and more, and help scientists monitor changing ice sheets in Arctic and Antarctic regions. The new scientist who wrote on Facebook. Earlier in January, another eerie sight was spotted in the night sky over Hawaii. A mysterious whirlpool-shaped blue light hovered among the stars, caused by the launch of a new SpaceX satellite, McClatchy News previously reported. Yes. Yeah, I need to leave Hawaii alone. They're just there, being themselves. Right. Oh. Raising prices on tourists. <laughs> <laughs> They're just innocent, sitting over there in the water. Y'all leave Hawaii alone. Yeah. They didn't do nothing to nobody. Leave Alaska alone, too. The last frontier. Oh, it's too cold there. Huh? It's too cold there. <laughs> I wouldn't mind it. Ew. Nasty. <laughs> Yeah. So next we have Dementor sightings. Yeah, I'm ready to read or to yes. listen to this one. So if you watch Harry Potter, you know what a Dementor is. So wild theories have emerged online after a plane passenger spotted a Dementor-shaped object from the window. Zoe Montoya, a PhD student, was flying from Nevada to Oklahoma on Southwest Airlines Flight 3442 on Saturday when she claimed to see the bizarre sight. Her video quickly caused a stir online as numerous people shared theories, with many comparing the site to the infamous Dementors from Harry Potter movies. Jonathan Francis joked, um, y'all getting a little bit too close to Azkaban. <laughs> so here is, this is like what they think it is, but I want you to watch. Uh, what's going on? What's happening? Right now. I want to watch that again. Uh... What's going on? What's happening? Right now. Mentor like. You want to see? What's going on? What's happening? Right now. So do you think the mentors? I mean, no. <laughs> what do you think it is? But do I think a terror in space-time, the space oh. and time? Maybe. I can't do this with her no more. <laughs> it's too late. It's past her time. <laughs> no, I'm serious, though. <laughs> well, let me tell you what they think it is. Okay. Those scientists have put forth many causes behind this behavior, from communication to predator evasions to warmth. What is known of murmuration is that it starts when seven starlings flock together, copying each other's movements, and grows exponentially outward in groups of seven from there. Some murmurations can reach tens of thousands of individual birds and create spectacular twisting shapes in the sky as seen here. So do we think it's birds? I didn't see any wings flapping, like, at all. That's I guess they could have been soaring. Yeah. I mean, because they do crazy in the sky sometimes. Yeah, no, and I've seen, I've definitely seen some really cool, um, huh? Shapes. Yeah, yeah. stuff, so like, they're little shows. Yeah. Hmm, I don't know, I think I would need to see that one up close. Yeah. The mentor. It, I, it could, very well could be, uh, birds. Could be, could be the aliens they released. 
You're right. It could Racing, be. um... Floss. No, it seems bit to me about it. Oh, they have, like, a black float thing. <laughs> I was like, maybe it's that. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Alright, so our next topic is we're going to briefly talk about the alien sighting in Australia. Have you heard of that one? Have you seen the video? We have we have a video. That's what you is that mine? What do you want? Holy crap. See the alien standing back there. What do you want? Standing there. Oh. They're walking away. So, real or a hoax? What do you think? I mean, holy crap. What do you think? Well, I did some research on this one. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this video is not recent. It was not recently posted. I mean, I think it was recently brought back up because of all the other sightings and stuff mm. that's been going on. But this video was actually first published on YouTube eight years ago, um, June 14th, 2014 mm. on this YouTube called the polished knob and, uh, <laughs> going through their YouTube, which they haven't uploaded in, in eight years. So, oh, wow. my thought too is like, Oh my gosh, didn't, did the alien, <laughs> they got him. Yeah. So this guy's YouTube is pretty much filled with like alien sightings, trail cams, and all kinds of stuff. And it seems pretty serious as far as like, it doesn't seem like a joke type channel or whatever. It doesn't seem like a channel that would, that's like joking or whatever. And if they are like pranking people, they're doing a good job of like being serious about it, you know? But, I don't know. It just doesn't seem real to me. I think that there's a part of my head that wants it to be real. There's, there's a part of me that wants, wants it. There's some, to be some truth about that video and what he captured. Um, however, looking and now knowing that that video is eight years old and just looking at the channel and the different stuff that they've posted on this channel, I, I'm just not sure. I'm not yeah. sure. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to say no. I, I will say, though, I may go into, um, I may go down the rabbit hole on that channel just to see <laughs> if, like, <laughs> if there's anything in there that says something about it being, like, a spoof channel or whatever, but probably not. But they also, like I said, they haven't posted in eight years, so that's just weird to me. And then all of a sudden, their video pops up again. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So there's that one. All right. And next, we have the meteorite in McAllen, Texas. So a mysterious object that crashed into Texas last week has been identified as a meteorite. Some of its fragments have been located. NASA experts believe the object weighed a whopping thousand pounds, as much as a grand piano, as it hurtled towards Earth last week before breaking into pieces and landing near McAllen, Texas, in the southern part of the state near its border with Mexico. On February 15th, several law enforcement agencies near McAllen said they received calls from residents who heard what sounded like an explosion after 5 p.m., Houston Air Traffic Control received two reports from aircrafts about a meteorite west of the city. Hidalgo County Sheriff Eddie Guerra said federal agencies told him. NASA said the meteorite doesn't appear to have caused any damage, but it did have the power of about eight tons of TNT. Damn. Crazy. They confirmed that the meteor was about two feet wide and weighed about a thousand pounds. Damn. That's heavy for a little... Thing. For a little piece of space rock. Mm -hmm. And it, we'll insert a picture and you can the, see it. And the picture makes it look small. Well, I think this is just a piece of it. Oh, just a fragment? Oh, yeah. Like, okay. Okay, that makes sense. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I didn't know about that either. That's, I'm yeah. going to find a fragment and sell it. 
And then what? Sell it. <laughs> yeah. I may chip off something and make a little ring out of it. Aw. Okay. Yeah. And now we move on to Miss Madeline McCann. A Polish woman named Julia with a complicated childhood, a coloboma in her right eye, and moles on her legs says she could be Madeline McCann, the British toddler who has been missing since 2007 and disappearing from a holiday resort in Portugal. Julia says she learned about McCann's case from her grandmother, who she now does not believe is her real blood relative. She has also posted photos of herself as a child that indisputably shows a resemblance. I have similar eyes, shape of face, ears, lips. I had the gap between the teeth, she wrote in a post. I need to know the truth. I need a DNA test and I need to talk with Madeline's parents. Help me. She also posted a police sketch from McCann's missing person page of the men many people say they saw carrying a young child in the resort the night she disappeared, who she says looks familiar. I recognize this person. It looks very similar to my abuser, she wrote. I need you to help me because police ignore me. Julia also claims she is suspicious of her parents in part because she's never seen photos of her mom pregnant, their medical records, and any pictures from her childhood, and she never shows them. She just tells her that she's crazy. Wow. Julia wrote on her Instagram page that the McCann family has agreed to submit a DNA for a test. Madeline, who would be 19 years old now, has been presumed dead. Julia has also said that she believes her age might be wrong as she is 21 years old, while Madeline would now be 19. My school teacher when I was young said that I wasn't there from the start, but my parents insist that I was. After all this confusion, I began to do my own research. I discovered what had happened to Madeline McCann and started to piece together the similarities we shared. It has been so stressful trying to get people to listen to me. Some of the similarities are pretty close. Yeah, so these pictures, let me look at them. One of her smiling and the dad smiling. I swear it's like the same person. Yeah, the, yeah, that's crazy. Like, I swear it's the same. And people were talking about the mom front teeth and her front teeth look the same. Yeah. I mean, I can see even the dad's front teeth kind of look the same. Yeah. I think she's the freckles, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. The little thingy in her eye. Mm-hmm. I don't think the dimple says anything, but definitely the eye. But we'll see if she's really Madeline McCain. McCann. How do I say McCain? Madeline McCann, because that would be a big one. Yeah. That... That's just this the I think that's where I'm like. Mm-hmm. And the way that her mouth is shaped downward like that. Yeah. That's crazy. It is. Yeah, we need to follow that one. We'll we'll up update you Definitely. guys. And if y'all want like a full story on Madeline, let us know. We'll cover it. Yeah, that'd be yeah. I kinda want one. Yeah, because that's just wild. <laughs> that is wild. I guess we'd have to wait to see what happens after the DNA test. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Should be soon. I don't know. I, don't, I wonder if it's her. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So next is the Epstein list. Yeah, that that's happening. Yes. So the last court documents containing 167 associates of convicted pedophile and sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein are set to be released, according to recent reports. The sex offender was known to associate himself with the U.S.'s high society and beyond. His list of connections includes celebrities like Kevin Spacey and Chris Tucker. Epstein is also known to have advised and consulted Tesla CEO Elon Musk. The court material is expected to hold information about at least one public figure, who is thought to be a member of the British royal family, namely Prince Andrew. The prince is accused of having sex with one of Epstein's victims, Virginia Roberts, who was underage then. Other high-profile individuals spectated to be on the list of the disgraced billionaire's associates include Bill Gates, Donald Trump, and Bill Clinton. However, it is unclear if they will be mentioned in the soon-to-be-published court documents. The documents are the last to be made public in the case from the New York Federal Court since Epstein committed suicide in 2019 while waiting trial for sex trafficking. First presented to court in 2015, the documents were part of a defamation case filed by Roberts against Ghislaine Maxwell, 
Epstein's girlfriend, an associate who is currently serving a 20-year prison sentence for sex trafficking and recruiting minors for the pedophile. So that's going to come out soon. Yeah, we'll definitely keep a close eye on that. Yeah, that's another story we can get down. Mm-hmm. Crazy. But yeah, it's coming out. And in other pedophile news, <laughs> we have R. Kelly. <laughs> He was sentenced to 20 years in prison in a Chicago federal courtroom Thursday following his conviction last year on charges of child pornography and enticement of a minor, his second such lengthy sentencing in the past year. So that's actually today, like the day that we're recording this. Oh, yeah, yeah. That happened earlier today. Today. Yeah. So Kelly, 56, is already serving a 30-year prison term for his 2021 conviction on racketeering and sex trafficking charges in a New York federal court. So he's going to be in there for life. <laughs> Good. As he should. Yeah. As yeah. they all should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is our what the fuck news, WTF news for January and February. <laughs> yeah, for 2023. Hello, February. Yes. First two months are going yes. strong. I just, wow. Yeah, so we've had some crazy things. You know, put them on your bingo cards. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. my gosh. Pretty sure we have a bingo by now. Uh, you know what? How many trail derailments? Derailments. Derailments. Three? Mm. Right? Or more? Uh, it's probably more. I probably don't know. more. Yeah. Dang. That's crazy. That's yeah. that's WTF. Yep, like, and just started. Yep. It's crazy. No. we're going to do our best to keep up with all of these stories and update well all of them um if if more comes with them for sure but we're we're gonna bring you more episodes like this and follow up with these stories and if there's any of these that you want to hear more in depth let us know in the comment section down below on our youtube channel Mm -hmm. you can head over to our facebook page and let us know there also our instagram Please don't forget to subscribe to everything everywhere that you can. Yes. We have like what over three thousand downloads now. Over three now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Be sure to tell your friends and your family about us, your coworkers, if they're bored, you know, and they want something to listen to. Yeah, give us a rating. Mm-hmm. So we appreciate it. Yeah. We're trying to do something over here for y'all, and we're gonna get some uh, new equipment for you guys. Upgrades. Some upgrades. If anybody wants already. to sponsor us, we'd be right. happy to have a sponsor. <laughs> For real, please. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yes. Yeah. That's our episode for today. Yeah. And we will see you next time. Mm-hmm. As always, stay, stay curious. curious.